Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. There he is. There's that beautiful face. Hi. I've missed so much. Oh, yeah. How you doing? I'm kind of freaking out. (laughs) Why? What's the matter? What's going on? What's happening right now? I thought I didn't have rehearsal tomorrow, but I just got an email from the stage manager that's like, hey, everyone, here's a reminder about rehearsal tomorrow. Oh, no. That's the worst. And I had like the whole day planned. Oh, no. That's no good. Yeah, no. I, I, well, oh, uh, fuck, man. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've double booked myself. Let me help you through this, Christ. Okay. What else do you have planned? Mowing the lawn. Okay. Editing this episode. Right, 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 right. Going right, to right. the hardware store to build the set for the show that I'm rehearsing tomorrow. Okay. Rowan got his first haircut, and we got, like, this certificate that came with it, but they... It involved, like, a photo of him and stuff, so it had to be sent away, and we got to pick that up tomorrow. Okay, okay. Grocery shopping. Uh Uh-huh. Paying bills. Okay. Right, 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 right. And I think that's it. Okay, well, one... Um, bills are overrated. Okay. They make it seem like they're much more important than they really are. Okay. What are you, some kind of socialist? No, I just am a guy who will not pay a bill. (laughs) Two, you said you're going to the hardware store to build the set tomorrow. Let me give you this piece of advice. Don't build a set inside of a hardware store. That's not a good idea. They usually get really mad. Every time I've done a home project and I tried to do it in store, they really don't like it when you do that. They prefer that you buy the the products and then you take it home and you built it there. Can I tell you something? Yes. That's not true. <laughs> well, all I know is I started taking lumber and nailing it together and they're like, sir, we'd really prefer. That's not that true. I that. hate to be a no but, but uh, I have done that many times and nobody gives a single shit. First of all, I've never thought of you as having no butt. But anyway, let's see. Grass. I mean, grass grows. What are you going to do? You're going to cut it and then it's going to grow back anyway. So pointless. The haircut thing. That's cool. Then editing this show. I mean, I like to think it basically edits itself. (laughs) You want to be a no butt on this one? No, I agree. All right, then. That's what I thought. What about what about grocery shopping? Uh, Meh. I mean, what are you going to buy? What do you, what's on the grocery list? Uh, oh, sorry. And also make the grocery list. Oh, well, see, there you go. I would just take it instead of adding more things to the list of things to do. Since you haven't even made the grocery list, then don't worry about going to the grocery store. Yeah, just die of starvation. What's the worst that could happen? Simple as that. Let me tell you, if I die of starvation, I don't have to worry about doing any of this shit. I'll tell you what, I've seen the news. You might as well not bother. Rowan's not going to have any food at the, on the shelves there, so it doesn't matter. That's, he's not on formula anymore. No, he's trying to make a baby no, he's formula not. joke. Yeah, no, and also too soon. Is it? It's been going on for a while. Babies are dying. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... I'm just going to move forward from that. Yeah, what am, oh, what am I going to do? Just linger on that point? I mean, if you wanted to defend yourself, you could double down on it. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about doubling down. I thought about... But I was like, this will get us into a whole conversation I don't feel like getting into. That's true. How's your vacation? Hard left turn on that one. Yeah, it was also not really a vacation. I uh, I helped build a set. Didn't you go visit a friend or something? I did. So a friend of mine got this hoity-toity job at like a rich kid international high school. Yeah. And she's teaching theater. And it was her first year. And so she put on, you know, she directed the school musical and also had recitals for her two classes. Right. So I went to go see, uh, you know, that business. And... Uh, when I got there, the set wasn't done, and she was like, hey, you're a set person. 
So uh, would you mind, you know, lending a hand? And it's a good thing I did because they needed because it's just this one teacher and the high schoolers building the set. Right. So I was like, yeah, I'll join in. I feel like this this would have been a show in the mid to late 70s of just the wayward set builder just going from impoverished school to impoverished school. They only lost two kids. So, you know, power tools. What are you going right, to do? Exactly. But it, it was, you know, over I, under. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's still yeah. over an F. It's definitely in the DD plus range. That's passing. Yeah. And if school taught me anything, that's passing. And then I saw that performance three times and then I helped strike the set. And then I... <laughs> Watched the two recitals. In my mind, you built the set so that when you strike the set, you pull one cord and everything just collapses on itself. That's pretty genius. Yeah. I'm going to have to remember that one. And not in a way that is like a genius feat of engineering, in a way of like, I made this so shoddily. Yeah. Watch this. One nail. Bing. There was just a little bit of that, but I won't yeah. get into it uh, while I'm being recorded. <laughs> uh, yeah. You don't need any evidence. Oh, also, I don't know if you were on this text chain or not, but happy 10 year anniversary from graduated. Did you, were you on this? There's a text chain? There was a and giant, I was not invited? There were only... There, I, there, um, and you didn't add me? I didn't know who was on it. I didn't bother. To you like, couldn't check? I could, but I was like, I'm not going to... So here's... Wow. Uh, there, Colleen um, sent out a, a like mass text. And by mass, I mean out of like 40 people that we graduated with, there were 13 on it. So like a quarter of the people. But um, she sent out some sort of... And then she asked people to add on to it. She sent out this mass text of like, hey, everyone, just want to say happy 10 years, which I didn't even realize it was 10 years. That must have been the day that we graduated or our last day of school or something. But she sent out like, hey, happy 10 years. <laughs> and then other people were like, oh, wow, I can't believe it's 10 years. And of course, I kind of love this is that the moment I got involved, it started to then devolve into just chaos <laughs> where, oh no so no it wasn't anything huge huge but i just love like everyone's sending like really nice messages this was like you know like early in the morning everyone's sending like really like nice messages and then, and then sean like, michael welch was like please remove me from this text chain and everyone's sending <laughs> nice things and then it kind of like petered out because like the day went on and obviously people were doing stuff and i i meant to like text something i just got busy doing anything and then by the end of the day it was like giving writer a bath or something i was just standing there and he's you know he's floundering in water so i'm like he's probably got this yeah you can look away for a bit so i was like oh you know what? i never put anything into the te- into the mass text I- i'm gonna i'm gonna write a little nice something so i write a little nice something and i hit send and then two minutes later <laughs> pete writes back who's the 989 number and then i wrote back I'm not going to tell you, but as a hint, I'm going to Irish exit my way out of this conversation. And then he wrote back, oh, I know, I know, I know. And then Tish wrote, who's the 989 number? And then Pete starts going, who's the 856 number? And then Colleen's like, who's the 989 number? And he just was like, of course, I shouldn't have said it. If if I had not said anything, it would (laughs) have ended with a very nice note from like, uh, uh, Kara or someone who was like, oh, wow, 10 years. But of course, the moment I try and interject anything sweet, it just goes to complete shit. And that's the end of the, that's the end of the chain. It's just people just being like, who's this number? What's this? Who is this? Wait, who are you? It's li- it's the text chain version of the meme of Spider-Man pointing to each other. Yeah, it was just that. <laughs> and I was like, of course. Of course, the moment I get involved. You're a better man than I. I My first response would have been, hey, happy 10 years. Anyone paid off their loans yet? Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, I think we all we all know no one has. There's 
probably some rich people who went there, I would imagine. Oh, no, there were some who didn't have loans. Right. And then there, were, there was everyone else. Yeah. And you know who you are out there. And you're not listening to the show right now. I could guarantee it. Yeah. And if you uh, are, please uh, go to our Patreon. Yeah. And uh, leave a little something there because you got the extra cash lying around. Because we sure as hell don't. Am I right, Andrew? Huh? Fist pump it. Go ahead. Pound it right there. Do it. Do it. Pound it. All right. All right. I'm doing yes. it. I'm doing it. Yeah. There you go. Ah, yay. Did it. Oh, what a dumbass. Everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and have the realization. God, I haven't done a whole lot with the last 10 years of my life, have I? My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I wish I had that blessing of what of, I've done too much. I wish I could say I spent the last 10 years of my life just sitting around on the couch doing fuck all. Um, well, as someone who has done that, let me tell you, it doesn't actually seem great when you look back on it. Can we trade? Yes. I didn't tell you. Okay. I'm going to cut this out. I At rehearsal care. yesterday, someone said that the director told me, okay, those two actors after this are going to, uh, in this scene, weekend at Bernie's you. Oh. <gasps> Yes. Why would you cut that out? <laughs> because it doesn't matter and it's irrelevant. None of I, this I, matters I and it's irrelevant. It. Andrew, if you're listening, leave it in. Who gives a shit? Wow. You've really taken my attitude towards this whole thing. Wild card, bitches. Yeah. So we um, it's kind of it's not a news episode today, but it's kind of a news episode today in that. We had a number of trailers this past week, and we were like, you know what? Let's talk about some trailers. Let's break them down because we got a bunch of them. And uh, otherwise, the next news episode is going to go for fucking ever. Yeah. But this seemed like a good time to to break down some some trailers that we got. So we're going to be talking about th- there's three in particular. I guess four. Though here's the three I were thinking. I was thinking of. I were thinking of. I know that's not right, but I said it anyway. The Umbrella Academy. The Boys. She-Hulk. Oh yeah, I fucking forgot about that one. <laughs> That's the one that, the one, you know, the one by the company that we talk the most about on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But There's uh, also one that just came out that I have not had the opportunity to see yet that has Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton. Uh is this a western? I don't know. Okay. I, didn't, I just didn't get the I don't know. It, it literally came out five hours ago. As a, as a as of thumbnail on your computer? How do you even know this exists if you don't know what it's called? Because or... I was looking up trailers to catch up oh, on. Oh, okay. Because cool, I wanted to cool. rewind. I just searched trailers in YouTube, and like that oh, okay. one was like six of the ten because it just came out. Oh, my God. I like that you just... That feels like a hell of a rabbit hole to go down if you just type the word trailers into YouTube. Any one word searches into YouTube seems like, wow, that's a hell of a rabbit hole to jump into. Oh, let me tell you an even worse one, especially okay. for my browser history. Yeah. Typing the words either weird trailer. Yep. Or uh, what was the other one I did? Weird. I might have just typed weird into Google to try and get images <laughs> for this, for the graphics. Yes. Whoo, buddy. Yeah, man. Reminds me when for a long time ago, I was, I was I did a lot of like special effects for audio and stuff and like in video editing and sound right, editing. Right, right, right. And so like I would search for public domain sound effects that I could use. And so like there was one time that I put like cream 
SFX. Oh. But instead of F, I accidentally typed E. <laughs> yes. And I made a horrible mistake. Yes, you did. Or the best mistake of your life. No, that's what I call you. Aww. <laughs> happy 10 years, buddy. Yeah, happy 10 years. All right, so which one of these do you want to break down first? I really I don't give a shit. I don't have any notes for this because it was such I a last very minute thing. Minimal, minimal notes about this, but yeah. basically I was just going to riff off the top of my head on, on what I thought. All right, let's do Umbrella Academy first. Let's do that. All right. So we got a that's new the look one at, I'm most excited about. Yeah, here's the thing. So we got a new look at the Umbrella Academy season three. If you remember last season, they basically jump into the not, I don't want to say the multiverse because that opens they up They just whole jump ahead thing. and then they go back, back to in the time, future. And then at the end, they go back to the future. You're right. And this is where we encounter the Sparrow Academy. Yeah. Um, so they mess up the, the time. They're, you're right. It wasn't an alternate reality. It was a different timeline. Right. Okay. So I'm kind of with you. I, it's funny because I was thinking about this when I was watching the trailer. Every time I think I'm kind of over the Umbrella Academy, then I see a trailer for the new season and I'm just more excited about it. I am a little nervous. There's one thing about this trailer that makes me hesitant. Okay. And it's that it's basically the same plot as the last season. We have to fix this thing that happened because we went back in time and we only have a limited amount of time to fix it. I think we talked about this during... When we reviewed the second season. Yeah. Because it's it's the same thing as the first season, too. It's the end of the world, and we've got six days, and we need to do this, or it's the end of the world in six days. Yeah. And then it did it in the second one, and I think we both were like, okay, that was cool for two. Right. Because... They were very different seasons otherwise. Yes. But now I kind of want to just get into something else. Yeah. Where it's just it's not the end of the world. It's just like we got to fix this problem. I don't know why production companies seem to think that it always has to either stay the same or get bigger. Like if if Spider-Man proved anything like Spider-Man Homecoming, they literally went from like. I don't know. I don't remember what the big event was before it, but like Ultron presumably at right, least happened right, before right, that, right, where like right. they blew up an entire country. Right. And then they went to like, oh no, someone's selling weapons in my, in Queens. I think what, well, w- the difference between that is when it's Marvel because it's different properties. So you're going from like the Avengers to Spider-Man. So you do have that luxury. You can go like, well, this is huge over here, but over here we have to start smaller because it's this one character. But with this, it's literally the same. It's the Umbrella Academy all three seasons. So I'm like on te- and it, on television even more. I understand the idea of you want to go bigger every season. However, bigger does not always mean bigger. If you know what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> oh, I like, do. Yeah. Um, I mean, you and I both know. <laughs> but basically, it's like this. Just because it's the end of the world doesn't mean that you have to go bigger as in like a bigger end of the world thing. Bigger can just be a bigger crisis in your character's lives. You know what I mean? You can make it a more character based, a more down to earth story. If the situation and the stakes are so dire to the character. I agree. Right. And it doesn't have to be an end of the world thing. Like, right. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 It doesn't have to be the end of the world. One of the best lessons I ever learned in college was it actually came from the guy who taught me how to build sets and design sets. Right. Uh, He was also an actor. And he was like, here's the thing about theater that's so incredible. If you put a guy on stage and he's holding a muffin in his hands and he's pretending like that muffin is a gun 
and everyone on stage around him is pretending like that muffin is a gun, right. the audience is going to believe that that muffin is a gun. Yes. So, like, it has entirely to do with the stakes for the characters. Right. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that you can do a season about the end of the world and then they stop the end of the world. And then you can do a season where they're just trying to get back home. And if you establish really well how important home is, mm-hmm. then that becomes just as dire as saving the end of the world. Like this season could have been them coming back and the timeline is completely changed. So they're just trying to find their dad. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Or yeah. each other or right. whoever, you know. Or to just correct the even without the end of the world idea, just correct the timeline because they want to this isn't their home and this isn't like you said this isn't their dad or their monkey or whatever so it becomes like sliders yeah it basically is yeah it becomes like yeah. sli- but that's the idea is like it doesn't have to be that that we just saw them save the end of the world we know that they're heroes and yeah. now because we, we care, saw them do it twice yeah and because we care about them we are rooting for them to get back home and so yeah. we're like Whatever situation they're in, even if it's not the end of the world, I care about them. So I want them to find happiness. So it's dire for them and it's dire for me. That being said, I'm still really. Yeah, I'm on board. Interesting. I'm still on board for this. It looks like I'm interested because it looks like Elliot Page becomes Elliot Page in the middle of this series. Yeah, because he he appears to be a she for at least part of this. Yes. Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what filming was. Yeah, I this. don't know either. Like, I don't know if it got cut off during COVID. Yeah, I have no idea. Because I know he had the he, he really transitioned. Yeah. Completely into Elliot Page. Well, it looks like as well that Victor, which is the new character that Elliot Page is playing, the not new character, but like the new name for that character. Victor is teaming up with Lila. At one point, there's like a split second. Do you remember Lila? Yes. Like anyone she's around, she gets their powers. That's what that is. Right? I was there's wondering two what people that was. With the, with Victor's I couldn't power. recognize that person. Right. Yes. And so it looks okay. like they're both doing that, which looks very interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of very interesting stuff in this trailer. I wasn't sure if it was that or because... Uh, right before it, they talk about here's what happens if you meet up right. with yourself. I know, I thought that too, but I looked, I went frame by frame. Okay, all right, because that would have been interesting to do where Victor is Victor. Oh, I see. I, see I actually was going to see, yes, I was going to say though, I suspect they will do something like that where they do because they bring up if you meet your other self, yourself, so, so I you're suspect gonna have they might, other selves, but that's I hadn't it hadn't occurred to me that yeah. Victor's other self will be. Vanya could still be Vanya, right? Which I actually think would be really cool to do. Yeah. And it gives them a chance to have a very interesting conversation on a large about a larger issue. Yeah. Which I I think it feels like Elliot Page would be a type of actor would be very open to having a scene like that. He's so good, man. I'm so excited to see that. I I just I love everything Elliot Page is in and they're he's always so good. So I'm very excited to see this. And uh, Robert Robert Sheehan, I think is his name. The guy who plays Klaus is, I just, I'll watch uh, him yeah, in anything. Love, he's great. Yeah. Uh, would you sleep with yourself in your, in a different timeline? You asked me this on the last episode. Did I? Yep. What did you say? No. Well, I didn't know if, you know, since you had gone upstate or gone up to Boston or whatever, if it had changed. <laughs> I believe my exact words were, have you seen my face? I mean, doesn't mean you have to look at your face. You know what I'm saying, baby? I have zero interest. Oh, because that was the thing is we were talking about the multiverse. I was in the I think it must have been in the Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, in the yeah, Doctor Strange. Like, thing. Would, you, would you sleep okay. with yourself in another multiverse or another universe or whatever? OK, so this is a different thing, though. Different because it's a timeline. I still thing. would not. So different timeline. 
What did I say? Did I say? I don't I know. I don't. I'm sure I didn't ask you. It's a very personal question that, frankly, is strange. No pun intended. I don't think I would either. I'd probably make out with me though. Would you have sex with my oh, other uh, person? Hundred <laughs> percent. I would gather up multiple. I would traverse the multiverse and get you. I get a I bunch see. of you in in the same room. Yeah, and then. Just take you one by one. <laughs> See, I would get enough of you from all the various universes, put you all in a room with an equal amount of typewriters and see if you can write anything that makes any kind of sense. Chances are no. Right. I mean, hey, listen. I'll roll the dice. Yeah, you could try it. Here's how I know that wouldn't happen. If you got enough of me in the same room together from different multiverses or different timelines and you put us in a room with typewriters and shut the door when you came back, you know what would happen? We'd all be making out with each other. <laughs> the problem We'd have moved to the side, all of them, all the typewriters to the walls and just create a nice empty space. We're all just, and you're like, ah, damn it. Where'd you get all this cocoa butter? What is going on? I suspect Uh, that eventually all the papers would have like, ah, yeah, everybody, welcome to the media lunch break. (laughs) I got a little bit of everything, Andrew. I got a little Marvel. I got a little DC is like all it would say. uh, 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 Here's, as, as I say every day. We, I don't know. What do you say at the end of every show? I don't. I don't know. I, With I think me I as always is my co-host Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Yeah, that's probably true. They'd all just be rambling that off. Yeah, and they would just take it out. And, uh, they would just t- take out the piece of paper and they would bring it to you, and they could just go, "Good, good, <laughs> yes, good." I can good. leave now. Yes, I leave now. I leave now. I see my I leave family. Now. Yes, good. And I'd be yes. like, no, and punch him in the face. Little Caesar's Alipop? Good, good. <laughs> the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I don't care. So, yeah, I, I'm down for this. You're down for this. We're all down for... We're talking about the show now, right? Sure. And not, like, getting our grind on with our... <laughs> with ourselves in different timelines? <laughs> yeah. Why do we have to narrow it down to just one of those options? <laughs> Let's talk about the boys. You want to talk about the boys? I guess. I still am not on board with this show. You know what's funny? I think this new trailer looks pretty good. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Every time I think I'm over the boys, I see a trailer for the new season, and I'm still kind of over the boys. I'm still over it. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I liked season one. I was cool with season two. I thought both were overrated. Right. Right. But what I'm saying is... Now we're hitting season three, and it's now become one of those shows where I'm like, let's just get to the fuck. Have you seen The American Office? Yes. You know how the first Most season... Of, well, some of it. Well, you know let's how the first it. season, Michael Scott is just, like, absolutely insufferable to watch? And, like, he hadn't found that groove yet. Like, he's mostly just annoying because yeah, it's still the most mostly like ripoffs of the british yeah scripts. yeah well and he yeah, mostly yeah. just seems like a terrible person like he has no yes. redeemable qualities the first season suffered a lot and then once he started finding this sort of like this way to show that he's really trying he's just failing right. at every step that made him right. a lot more uh relatable right and i just feel like a lot of the stuff in this is the characters feel like the first season michael scott yeah where i'm like no but i don't I don't want to root for any one of these motherfuckers. They're all so weird and terrible. And they're all, they keep building this like this is building towards like a showdown, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, I just get to the showdown now. That's really where I am with this. I'm like, 
I just want to see that. I just I want to get to the thing now. We we've built around it. We've circled around it. Yeah. Let's just get to the thing. Uh, you know, and like I get the. It feels a little tropey, like a little cliche to be to give. Like now we've got like they did this in the Flash, where he's got the thing that gives him superpowers for a short period of time. Okay. That like the Flash TV show did that like four seasons ago. Oh yeah. And I'm like, yeah okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess. Right. Like, OK, I, I, I don't. And there were questions in that as well of like, hey, man, should we be doing right. this? This seems like morally irresponsible. And they're just going to go through the same that we shit. Hate people with powers, then it's a, right. You know, also like Homelander. I the longer this goes on and people are going to be like, well, he he kills anyone who finds out and they cover it. But the longer this goes on. He's a full blown monster. So, like, I just want to see him become a full-blown monster. Because the longer this goes on, the less I can believe that, like, this is being covered He's up. He's being hidden? Yeah. Because yeah. he constantly is like, he'll kill this person or that person. And then somebody sees him kill that person, so he kills that person. I'm like, eventually, it, again, if, in a show that is so about, like, if superheroes really existed in the real world with cell phones and social media and things like that... Somebody fucking have posted this by now. And frankly, even before that point, wouldn't it make sense for, you know, the um, what's that guy's name? Louis John Carlito or whatever his oh, name is. Oh, the guy from Breaking yeah, Bad. G- uh, um, uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito. Whatever that guy. The guy who's like sort of running the show. Correctly. Yeah. I think you did. But the guy yeah. sort of running the show. For va- yeah. He seems to have quite a bit of cards that he hasn't shown. Like he seems right. to be implying that. Just take Homelander out. He's a liability. That's what I mean. It doesn't make any sense. I think he doesn't because he's like, he's so, I don't know. I don't know. But what I'm saying is like. But but he seems to, because like Homelander has had scenes with him where he's like, I could kill you at any moment. And the other guy's like, yeah, but you couldn't. And we'd kill you first. So if that's true, just just take take him out out right now. Just and and honestly have scenes with that guy where you're, where he's actively working to figure out, look, we can find another beautiful Aryan face. For, for our right. group, like, just take this guy out, figure it out and get right. rid of him. And that's what I mean. I'm just like, at a certain point, this would this would not be worth the trouble. And at a certain point, this would have come out already. So just let it come out already. Like, I'm really kind of like, let's get I I, I don't know if this is the last season or not, but I kind of want it to be because I just want to see like. Let's call it the show. You want to see the end game. Yeah, I do. I want to see the end game like that. I am kind of interested to see. I want to see that end game like the last two episodes of the series. Well, and frankly, the most interesting thing about this show is that it's about normal people going up against superhumans. And it looks like now they're not even going to have that aspect. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just. It's just now superhumans going against superhumans. Right. And I'm just like, because there's something interesting about like, you know, my favorite moment of the entire series so far has been Dewey knowing that the guy is made out of carbon or whatever it was. And so he's you know, he's he's um, like conducive, like he's conductive. So like he can just like take an electric wire and electrocute him like stuff like that is very interesting to me. And I would love to see more stuff like that. But they shy away from a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. So I'm kind of like we could kind of blow through that one. But I need it. I was like, we should touch base on it just because it's there. It's a thing that's there. Also, you put it on your little thing. So, you know, I had to hit it. Yeah, we got to talk about it then. All right. 
Should we talk about weird? Let's. Let's talk about weird. I'm very interested in this. Okay. <laughs> you, why don't you, since I, I you, this, this is the one that you were like, oh, I think we're going to talk about this one. Do you want to set this one up? Sure. Uh, I'm a very big fan. I was, as a child, a very, very big fan of... Uh, it's uh, okay to still be. I, th- I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a very big fan now, but I definitely was a very big fan of Weird Al Yankovic. Sorry, I just realized I don't have anything to assign you later. And I was looking to see. Sometimes I put in notes if there's going to be something coming out. Oh, yeah. And there isn't. Yeah, so yeah, I got to yeah. think of something before we get to the end. Uh, I, oh, boy. I know. Yeah. This will be fun. I was a fit. Do what I do sometimes. Get to the very end with no thought in mind. And then look and then around then the room. Open your mouth and just let whatever falls out fall. <laughs> you know what? I think I know what I'm going to assign you. Ah, see? Listen, I don't know if I can be held. I think the uh, statute of limitations has worn out on this. But I, 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 I used a little bit of Napster in my day to download a couple Weird Al songs I when I was okay. 11 or 12. Yeah. Let me let me tell you, before the drummer of Metallica shut it down and called me a fucking criminal as a child. Right. And then we all just moved on to LimeWire and we yeah. were fine. And then uh, after probably college, I kind of forgot about Weird Al. And then a friend of mine who from middle school, who we I think I may have even introduced him to Weird Al a little bit, was like, hey, man. A friend of mine dropped, like, we got two tickets. I got two tickets for a friend of mine and uh, to see Weird Al at uh, Rockefeller Center. Would you? This was just, like, a couple of years ago. And he was like, would you like to join me? And I was like, absolutely, I would. Hot diggity dog. Also, fun fact, when I was six years old, Weird Al came and performed at my elementary school, and I did not know who he was. Why did he do that? I don't know. He may not have been super famous yet, because it was probably like 93. He was certainly gaining popularity. No, he was was famous by then. But it was definitely, it wasn't until years later that I realized who that guy was. He was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, he had a big jerry curl, big glasses, he played the accordion, and he sang parody songs for us. It wasn't like a big, it was like him and his accordion. And he would like so sing. Fascinating. I know, right? I had no idea because I I don't think he was quite the international superstar that he is today. He said, "Well, no, because he had so he had like in the eighties he had like beat it or not beat it, eat it, and like a surgeon and things like that. So he had like hit a thing, and then he like died. He has a weird career where he'll like hit huge, yeah, then drop off to nowhere. That might have been in the in between of." That being huge. And then what's the one for our generation? Because like every generation has like a weird Al Yankovic album. That's like what his career does. The one it's the for our generation. Yeah. It was, you mean uh, like when we were kids? Yes. Uh, the one the album that had Amish Paradise on it. Oh, for sure. That. But that's what I mean. We all yeah. thought he got big with that album and he didn't. He yeah. actually got big well, before us. I, it's layers, right? Like he keeps getting more and more. Right. But what happens is this is this is the thing is that Weird Al has this really weird career of like he gets really, really big. Yeah. And then he just goes away. Right. And then he comes out with another album. And by then, like a new generation of audience is ready for an, for his type of music. And then he puts out an album and everyone's like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. Where'd this guy come from? And nobody knows, like, or people who are that young are like, they don't realize that, like, oh, yeah, 10 years ago, he had, like, another huge album that went platinum. And then he just goes away for a while. So I think maybe it was in that, like, 
Valley. Oh, Gump moment. was on that one as well. Yeah, that was a huge one. The Night Santa went crazy. That was his biggest, I remember Larry. Yeah, there's some good stuff on that there. That was actually his biggest album, but probably at the time. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, imagine yeah. like most musicians who have been around as long as he has, probably every album he puts out does a little bit better than the one before it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. Anyway, we should talk about the movie. Uh, yeah. Also, I, I just want to say, in part of me hopes. That that wasn't Weird Al Yankovic, and it was just some bad some knockoff. Weird doing Al a parody Yankovic. of a parody? Parody or something? Or he's just like, this Weird Al. Well, he's he, got was, it all he was doing a, a parody Inception. Yeah. And then you just think you saw Weird Al, and it's just some guy who showed up in a panel van and a <laughs> Hawaiian shirt and a Jufro and a giant, like a freaking uh, accordion. And he's just go. like, let's do... <laughs> let's I'll just do some weird songs and they're like oh this is who we hired like the teachers in the back just like what the good I thought Christ you said you got this? weird Al no I got strange Bob what what's the <laughs> dip Cheryl <laughs> God, you don't even teach science anyway anyway I found out like maybe six months ago that Daniel Radcliffe was going to be playing weird Al Yankovic in a biopic and I thought I don't know about that seems seems odd and now you've seen the trailer, and you think? Now I get it. <laughs> yeah. Because he's not playing Weird Al Yankovic. No, he's not. He's playing no. Eddie Van Halen. Some people don't seem to realize this with this trailer. Yeah, 100%. Um, some people are not getting that this is more of a walk-hard situation. Right, yeah. Well, and even that, it's even not even, it's going to be a very, very strange, weird thing. It's going to be yeah. very different than anything we've ever seen before. Because even Walk Hard never had the name Johnny Cash. You know what no, I mean? It didn't. And, it and had, there honestly yes. weren't specific details to his life necessarily. There were a couple sort of vague right. well, no, relationship things. It was just things. parodying the whole biopic idea. Right. So exactly. Because there's the even points. like Bob Dylan songs and right. stuff. Like, yeah, parody. The Bob Beatles Dylan parodies. Are in it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, it's all about like the biopic. And right. this is way more about. Just doing the exact opposite of whatever Weird Al's life has been. He famously has never consumed alcohol, yeah. has never smoked a cigarette, has never yeah. done any drugs. Yeah. He's just like the most run-of-the-mill white bread guy you'll ever yeah. meet in your entire life. Yeah. And here we have Daniel Radcliffe jacked Jack off his ass, yeah. ripping his shirt off and downing a bottle of Jack Daniels on stage. Yeah. I, and like there's like a kung fu fight scene. I was not on board for this, and now I'm so oh, excited. I gotta see what this is. I have is. to see. Especially, like, this looks... I, I, first as well, I was like, why would Rad, Daniel Radcliffe ever agree to this? And now I get, this isn't a Weird Al biopic. This is a spiritual sequel to Swiss Army Man. Yes. <laughs> this is the thing, is that... And this is kind of what I love about... This is what I love about Daniel Radcliffe, is he's like, I got all this Harry Potter money, so I'm fucking fine. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I yeah, want. Yeah, I'll do whatever the hell I what, want. They're making a weird alley biopic? But also, on Let's top of it. that, it's not just because he has the Harry Potter money, it's also that, like, because he has the fame of Harry Potter, right, people will come see this shit. I know. I it will still make it. him like, a ton of money. This. this is fine. Whatever. Yeah, let's do it. Honestly, it could have been a straightforward weird out biopic and he probably been like yeah let's do it why not whatever man maybe i don't think but he would have also is hilarious also i don't think anyone would make one because legitimately like i've seen biographies about weird no, Al, and I it's know. like he's like i'm pretty he's like boring. i went to high school yeah. and then i i saw the behind yeah, the music saw, yeah. and, <laughs> and that's when i it's literally just and like, that's when i started yeah, I taking an album it did really well <laughs> and then i learned that and then it failed and then i learned okay that's what happens and then i had more albums and then it happens every time and so i'm yeah and now. he's like anyway after running with scissors came out that's when i got into pcp right 
Yeah. Can you imagine? That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then I started my my hobo fight ring. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the kind of thing I want to see in this movie. I it's going to be all so of good. This. It's going to be great. I really <laughs> am excited. All right. All right. Last one. Ready? Yeah. She-Hulk. Smash. And boy, does she. And does she ever. <laughs> so really with this one, there's not as many thoughts as there are just like questions. Like yeah. a good trailer actually should do is open up some questions of like, what's going on here? Yeah. For instance, it looks like this is what I think on how she becomes She-Hulk. Because I think this is also kind of how she does it in the comics. Looks to be some sort of a car crash and then maybe a blood transfusion. And then she becomes She-Hulk. <laughs> a blood transfusion from the Hulk. From the Hulk. No, just some rando. And it just, that's what I happens. mean, that does happen from time to time. If you, if you get a blood transfusion yes. from a random person, you become a, a uh, member of the Avengers. This is true. I've done it at least three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, because I believe that's how she did it in the comics. Yes. Okay. I don't remember if it was a car crash, but it was a blood it was, transfusion. It was some sort of blood transfusion. From her cousin. From her cousin. Who is Bruce, Bruce Banner. Banner. Yeah. And there looks to be some sort of car crash in this. Yeah. And I, so I would assume that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what is going on here. What was I going to say? I, uh, how do you feel about the CGI in this? Um, I'm still on board. I am yes. somewhat nervous. Yes. But I trust them. Yeah. I don't know. Now, granted, again, this is just a trailer. And this isn't coming out for a little bit. So there's still, I would imagine, tweaking Here's it. the other thing I, I, I want everyone to keep in mind as well. This show is trying very hard to to be a 90s Ally McBeal style. Right, right, right. Or like early thousands, whatever, like law show. And they're going to throw in the wild card of also she turns into an eight foot tall rage machine. Right. Right. So I, I wonder if sounds like a couple of women lawyers. I know. Am I right, oh, Andrew? Uh, waka waka. <laughs> I also, though, notice that like there are scenes where they are using not quite practical effects. But so like what you're talking about is when they completely replace Tatiana Maslany with a, a yes. CG render of She-Hulk. Correct. Whereas there are moments yes. where like when she's transforming, they clearly just like, you know, in editing, put a mask around her face and turn the green up. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I wonder if they are trying to lean more towards 90s and even the, the old 70s Hulk show right. where things are more, quote, practical, even though it's technically still CGI. Right. Yeah, because I've also noticed we talked, I believe, a little bit about the merchandise that leaked. Yes. That I can neither confirm nor deny whether it was real. But if it is. It seems like they're going more towards like 80s lunchbox style artwork, right. sharp polygons with bright purples and yellows and oranges. Yeah. It feels more like an older aesthetic. Yeah. It feels like the background of the photos that I couldn't get in uh, during photo day at school when they That's had the right. cool laser ones because my family wasn't was poor. And, and I lived in the South where we did not even have that technology. I'm talking about cameras specifically. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, and also even the acting, the dialogue, it feels very, it feels at times inauthentic in a way that it, it's more about the Sorkin feel of it, of like, yeah, the I finished talking. Then you, yes, yeah. exactly. There's a rhythm to it. Yeah. Like Ally McBeal, where like people were walking Kelly. down hallways yeah. and talking to each other. And yeah. so I, I suspect that, they're not going for a realistic CGI. The only thing that makes me disagree with you is that the Hulk looks fine. Is that you're wrong? Is that you're? But that's so what I mean. You say fucked. the Hulk looks fine, right? Yeah, the Hulk looks good. That, and what I'm saying is that 
I th- the Hulk looks fine. She looks a little weird, and I think the reason is they haven't perfected her yet. I think they're still tweaking it while because this is just a trailer. I think now they're still tweaking it, and the finished product will be a little better. But the Hulk, they have done done for years. Yeah, but they have- I, but I I actually disagree with you on that. I think that helps prove my point because it's not his show. If no. he looked if he looked weird. Then you'd be like, why does he look weird? We saw him already, but this character right. is going to be presented as a 90s style character. Yeah, but I think when you put if you put two CGI characters together and they're two different varying qualities, it doesn't look like this one has a theme of I'm a 90s character. Oh, and this one if you want to talk about whether it works, oh, that's okay. a different discussion. Oh, I'm okay. just saying like what they're going for. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. I so s- I don't know that it's a that it is a technical failure on their part it may be like a creative failure Idea. yeah but you don't know if it'll pull off i got i see what you're right. saying yeah. okay i think they're just still working on it either way i'm curious to see what's going to happen because it's for me it's still not quite yeah i'm there still yet. mostly on board I'm i did after i, after I, mean, I watched I'm this alone. trailer i was a little like oh this might not be for me yeah like this might be for a different demographic i could see that and this is about the time and maybe it is time for this that that's okay. Like that they can put out enough content that you don't have to watch every single thing. But also I'm gonna. But also you're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's totally fine. But like they can put out enough content now yeah. that it can really branch off into all sorts of demographics right. and genres. And, and, and the and demographic feelings. for this TV show will not be the same as the demographic that they were aiming for in the the Ed Norton Hulk film. Right. Right. Which is just we want to. It's not the same person who wants to go see a movie of a giant green monster smashing the shit out of stuff. Right. Exactly. Although speaking of the Ed Norton Hulk film, we get Abomination, but like Fishman yeah. Abomination. Yes, which is he looks different fun. as well. Oh, he, but he he was in Shang Chi like that, wasn't he? He Chen? was. Yes. So, but do you man, think that they they will meet each other and uh, Tim Roth is going to be like, "Hey, you look different," and he's going to be like, "So do you?" <laughs> I wonder if they will at least address why he looks different. Oh, I doubt that they will address why. You don't think so? I just mean like a little joke. That's I don't know like, if they'll even be in the same room, Bruce Banner and. Because can you imagine addressing why Abomination looks different when there's literally a different person playing the other character? I think that yeah, of course, but I I think you could, but I I don't think it would be a, a I think it would literally be like a line. Of like, I don't think they're gonna not realistically like they might make a joke about it, but I right. don't think they're gonna be I like, th- I, yeah. well, he's different because he went through this series of events or whatever. No, but I mean, literally one line of like, yeah, it just keeps changing or some shit, and then they just move on. <laughs> okay, but you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. they'll just like throw in a, a line of dialogue just sure. to kind of explain it away. I am also a little butthurt that Hawkeye got six episodes. And the Hulk is getting nine, or sorry, She-Hulk, She-Hulk is, getting nine. is getting nine episodes. Is it Loki nine episodes? got six? Yeah, interesting. Which I think is a much better number. Nine. I felt like Hawkeye ended too soon. Loki ended too soon. Yeah. I would a nine feels like the per. What was the last? There was something else that we just watched that was six episodes. I don't remember what. Uh, what just in it? Oh, night. Uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Oh, was right. six episodes, and I was like. Like, all of my favorite shit is only six episodes, and now we're getting She-Hulk, which, like, yes, all right. I Like, I'm not saying they should take She-Hulk 
three away from She-Hulk. But yes. like we, I think nine is the like. So you're saying that they should take three episodes away from the woman and give it to all of them. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. I believe that's what you're saying. It's and not. I, don't I put think words I'm in my mouth. Correct on this. It's the same thing with like I don't want to get into this too much, but it's the same thing with like people are always like. Ah, uh, you know, they let the white guy, they they bring in the white guy who slaughtered 10 black people in Buffalo, New York. They they get him just fine. The guy who shot up a church in South Carolina, they stopped at Burger King on the way to the police station. But, you know, any any black person who's unarmed and runs, they just, like, execute him in the street. We're not saying you should also start executing the white people, right? We're saying what you should do is be more lenient. Is get everyone Burger King. They should pass <laughs> yes. a law. That if you are arrested for any crime, you are allowed one phone call. I would call. become a criminal so fast. You are allowed one phone call and one trip to a fast food restaurant of Ooh, your choosing. Doggy. I would do that instead of Uber. Yeah. That's just. <laughs> I would just break into some, my neighbor's I would, house. I would rob a bank, get arrested, and then be like, guys, you know what? I'm paying because I just felt so so, Yo, bitches, we're going to Arby's. Let's do this. And, and they're like, Arby's is right next door. They have the meat, baby. You could have just gone this. to It's next door, Chris. Here's a question. If All right. When they pass this law, if you were to rob an Arby's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then... Are you are you only required? Like, is there some sort of exception where, like, all right, you robbed an Arby's, so you have to your one fast food restaurant option is this Arby's? No, I think you should have to. You you should be able to choose where you want to go, and you know why? Because I would say In and Out Burger. So the police officer and I would take a little road trip across the country. (laughs) It sounds like a great movie. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yes. Um, uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, you were talking oh, about. Right. Uh, I don't want to take. I don't like that the women no, have more episodes. I don't want to take three episodes away from She Hulk. I love that it's three episodes. But I remember when they were 13 episodes on Netflix, there was always that lull and it, it dragged yes. in the middle. And then we got started getting six episodes and it was it's too quick. These shows are really good. I feel like we could flesh right. out these characters a little better. And then, uh, so now we're getting one show that has nine. Right. And it's the first one that isn't one of my favorite characters well here's the thing i wonder depending on kind of what the plot of this show is if that it can take having nine as opposed to and i'm not saying that moon knight or loki couldn't but they seem to really like tell a very tight story like these guys don't want a lot of just like chuffa everywhere or whatever you know um they want it they want it as tight as possible so they're like if we can get it in six uh, you know I feel like if, if, you know, Loki had wanted eight, Disney Plus would have probably been like, yeah, you can have eight. But I feel like if they were like, nah, if we can get it done in six, let's do it in six. We want this as tight as possible. Whereas this, it might be, and again, I don't know. I'm just saying this might be more of like, if you're going for that LA law, um, the practice, um, you know, uh, Boston legal, Ally McBeal type of thing, the David E. Kelly shows, then maybe it's more procedural. So it's more like, you know, every episode is a new case. And so it can, it has the room, the air to like have nine episodes to have three episodes. Cause it doesn't feel like there's a lull cause you don't have such a strong, like driving through line. I'm sure there's some sort of driving through line, but like if it's a case by case show, 
you know, then, you know, then you can do that. You can have like three extra episodes where it's like, yeah, we just have an episode where she does this situation or this happens or this happens, that type of thing. So there's a little more room to just play in there. We also get our first look at uh, three villains. Yes. Titania. We talked about um, Abomination. Yep. And there's a Green Ranger looking dude. Frogman or something? I have no idea. I I think that's what it is. I think it's Frogman. Great. I know nothing about him. No, no clue. Somebody out there does. And if you do, write in. (laughs) Let us know. That's kind of all I got for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there you go. If you haven't seen any of these trailers... I don't know. Go watch them or don't live your life. Do whatever yeah, basically you, do. you just did by listening to us. Exactly. Should we go on to the reading assignment? Let's go on to the reading assignment. Let's do it. Andrew, I gave you. What did I give you? Uh, herpes. I'm trying yeah, to I open did. it up, but it's okay. not. You gave me Justice League of America Tornado's Path. Yes. I did not get the chance to look anything up about it, but I did get the chance to read it. It's 200 goddamn pages long. Mm-hmm. So that's the first part of this report. Did you want? I'm sorry. Did you want me to react like I cared? About I wanted that? you to apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the plot of this, mm-hmm. you know, you have a ballpark about what year it was. Was it like early thousands or nineties yeah, or late thousands? This was took over to his right with thirteen issues sent with it on July nineteenth, two thousand six. An issue one followed a month later. So it would have, it would have wrapped up by 2007 and the trade paperback prep that you got probably came out 2007. Yeah. So 2006 into 2007 is when this was. Um, go ahead. You were saying the plot. The plot. Red Tornado is a uh, toaster man. <laughs> he's like a big metal man. Yep. Who can. He's, well, he's more like a, an air fryer man. Because he, yeah, he blows yeah, yeah, yeah. wind out of his hands, but he he he's dead. He's already dead. The, the air fryer's broken. They took it to the repair man, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "I don't know what to do with this because I've I, I'm I'm not a special. I'm a specialist on microwaves. I don't know anything about air fryers, but they've gotten this air fryer repaired many times, and um." It always works perfectly fine, but but they don't know how it fixed it. Even Batman doesn't know, and he's the best repairman. He he has a certification, and uh, you know he's he's really good with his hands. He's a great detective. <laughs> this feels like a book report for a book I didn't read, but I promise I read it. <laughs> I was amazed that you're describing a plot. That I can tell you clearly did read, and yet somehow you are also simultaneously making it sound like you're making this up as you go along. <laughs> no. Anyway, so um, uh, a guy created by Neil Adams is like, hey, man, uh, you're a ghost now. You're, an air- you're a toaster ghost. You're a ghoster. And um, if you would like, I can just put you in this dead guy over here. And he kind of looks like you because he's bald. And he's got the same color eyes as you. And the toaster's like, I don't know about this. He's a toaster now. Because I like ghoster. I, I like, like ghoster, ghoster better. Too. Ghoster toaster? So, so yeah, the toaster, the ghoster. ghoster uh, and he's the like, ghost hey, who is this guy? What, what do you mean? I don't like this. What if he turns into a zombie or something? He's like, don't worry. This guy who multiplies himself died. And all his other guys died, too. All his multiplication. 
multiplicatives. Yep. They all died as well. Let it go. So I'm, I just found this one and he kind of looks like you and I could just put your soul in this and the toaster's like, yeah, all right, let's do that. And so he does, but it turns out it's all for a nefarious plot and it's put in place by a secret villain. And then, and that person is working for another secret villain who uh, is working potentially for another secret villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of secret villains. There is. There's a lot of shadows in this. Yeah. So, uh, oh, and also at the same time, Sook does a really good job of side-by-side storylines that sort of all yeah. are meeting to the same thing. So, like, at the same time, the Justice League is trying to get the band back together. And they're looking. Yes. They've got, uh, you know, Elwood and Jake, but they're looking for their Bones Malone mm-hmm. and their Duck Dunn. Mm-hmm. And they're Colonel Cropper. And they're... And they're Matt Guitar Murphy. And they're Blue Lou. And they're Mr. Fantastic. And they're Peter Venkman. <laughs> yes, yes. Anyway, and that's happening alongside it. And yeah. the two stories eventually merge. They they hit each other head on. Yeah. And uh, and I don't want to spoil it from there. I mean, they don't. But what happened was I think you had two copies of it and you literally just clapped them <laughs> I together. Had, I was reading two different comics, actually, yeah, yeah. I think. What did you? So what did you think of this? I really enjoyed it. Good. Excellent. I, uh, I think this is the best Justice League you've given me. I think so, too. I think so. I had a feeling. That's kind of why I saved it for last. And part of that is because it's not really a Justice League story, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yes. They are there. They're present. But this is a story about one person in particular. Yeah. And it's Red Tornado. Yeah. And I think I, I had this thought while I was reading it after we had just read two other Justice League stories. And I think a good Justice, I think I kind of cracked it. A good Justice League story, I think, is when it focuses on maybe one or two members of the team and then allows the rest of the team to support it, to support that story, as opposed to the other two really felt like. We're going to throw the entire Justice League, you know, even uh, just like give everybody equal time. Right. Everyone's going to get two lines. Exactly. And then you're like, this isn't. Yeah, this isn't as compelling. There's no room for depth. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas with this, it's very much a an extremely intimate and personal story. Yeah. Can I share with you why you like this so much? Sure. The writer of this is Brad Meltzer. Do You know who Brad Meltzer is? I do not. Brad Meltzer, in 2004, wrote a miniseries called Identity Crisis. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. There you go. This is. feels very much like Identity Crisis does. as yeah, well this in is, certain I ways. Mean, this Identity Crisis came out, was huge, and this came off the kind of the back end of, of that being huge, of like, let's get this guy doing some other stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i glad that you really like this. I, th- I really enjoy this one as well. This is one of those storylines, like, I read it years ago. And it still sticks with me. Like every time I uh, I think of the Justice League, I'm like, oh, there's that red tornado story. That's like <laughs> great. That imagery of him facing off against Solomon Grundy. Yeah. And like blowing Solomon Grundy oh, in half, essentially, which isn't really a spoiler. Well, yeah, Solomon and Grundy the, dies the, all the time. The intensity of this uh, story builds because yeah. right before that red tornado's arm gets ripped off and eaten mm, by him crazy yeah yeah um it reminds me a little bit of we talked a little bit i don't want to spoil it but a a, a scene uh that i said was very unexpectedly intense from a movie that we both recently watched where maybe four four or five people just die horribly gruesome deaths 
Wait, what movie is this? It's the last movie you fucking watched, man. Doctor Strange? Yes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I just, I, all right, now I know what scene you're talking about. Where, okay, like, cool. it sort of felt like it didn't come out of nowhere, but it built and built, and then there's also a jump where you're yeah. like, oh, my God, I guess this, this is what we're doing turn. now. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote here as well, on the first page, Bruce says to Clark something like, you usually only hesitate when you're wearing the glasses, which is such a good setup for what kind of character work we're going to be getting in this, and I was immediately on board from the first page. Yeah. It really gets into, Meltzer is really good at, like, all right, here's the... F- this is what we typically see in a storyline is the front of the superheroes. I'm going to take you behind. Wait, no, I'm going to take you around to the to the back and uh, I'm going to let you into the back door. It's all it's turning out dirtier than it, it all sounds yeah. dirty. Um, but it's just like we're going to we're going to come around to the back and we're going to we're going to take a look at what it's like behind the scenes type of thing. Yeah, there were some great fun little moments as well, like even with the artwork where like there's a. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a part where the Justice League meets up with the other group of people that are having a story go sort of alongside. And in that shot, it's like the last page on one of the issues. You know, Superman is shaking hands. Jefferson uh, Black Lightning is like say, introducing himself to people. Hawk Girl is there introducing herself to people. And they're all just sort of saying hi to each other. And Batman is on the ground ripping apart a robot that yeah. has just been killed. And he has like a piece of it in his hands and he's trying to figure out how it works. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like, like every, I got this shit to yeah, do. Everyone else is like putting forth the like. You know, the protocol procedures of like, right. hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. And Batman's like, I ain't got time for this. This shit. Let's I gotta do figure this. out how this air fryer works. Yeah. I got chicken at home. <laughs> I gotta make dinner tonight. And I don't have time to wait for the goddamn microwave. It's gonna take fucking forever. Yeah. I took it to the microwave guy. And he's like. Pfft. It's a microwave. What do you want from me? I, yeah. I can't fix it. It's not broken. So you, well, you know what you should get is a fucking air fryer. And get I was like, fryer. I have an air fryer. It's broken. Ah. Somebody killed it in battle, put its soul in a different thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you like this. Like I said, this is a really strong, this is probably one of the strongest Justice League storylines that I can think of is the Tornado's Path. This was really, really good. That lo- that run of Justice League of America was pretty good. There are a couple other ones. I should search through, see if there's any other good ones as well. But I remember it being pretty strong. But that being said, I know you've thought long and hard about this, Andrew. Have you got anything for me? I do. Okay. First of all. Yes. Never say the words long and hard in my presence again. No deal. Okay. <laughs> Great. We'll negotiate later. Secondly. Can I say one of the two? Which one? I don't know. I want to choose based on a on a long or hard basis. No, no. Don't say either. Can Negotiations I s- are off. Much like. Never mind. Go on. I have ruined you. Yeah. I know. I know. I wanted to make this. A better, cleaner podcast, and you have brought me down. And can I just say, I like it. I have for you. Yes, I've been thinking about assigning you. I actually gave you an option, maybe like five or six assignments ago, and I was like, you can either. Yeah. I think it was Moon Knight. I was like, either you can read another Moon Knight that may set up this character a little better for the show, or you can read a, a brand new thing. And uh, oh, you, and I chose the Moon Knight. Yes. Or you chose whatever the other thing was. I would like you to read the first volume of Something is Killing the Children. Okay. Have you heard of this? I feel like I've heard this title before. It's real good. Okay. Um, There are three volumes out now. I'm in the middle of the second one. Okay. And um, 
they're doing a spinoff now too. That's the the house uh, the house of slaughter. I think it's called. Okay. By boom, eh? Oh, James Tinney in the fourth, eh? <laughs> yeah, House of Slaughter is the new one. They just Ooh. released a, a the first volume, I believe, of the House of Slaughter. But I'm I want to try to get caught up on uh, the volume the two. main run first. Volume two. All right. Wait, volume one. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking it up. And it has issues one through five. That sounds right up my alley there, baby. It's very good. (laughs) Very fast. Great artwork. Interesting characters. Great story. Uh, Heartbreaking. Violent. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Cool. I'm looking forward to this, actually. This is something. I want to reread it. Real brand new. I like this. All right. That's uh, that's it. That's that all is. We got. That's, that's all, all we got to do. For that's sure. That's all we got to talk about. So we got to go now. It feels racist. I don't it like does. it. It does. But I've deci- I decided this the other day. You're going to be racist? Yes. No, I decided that it can't be. It can't be. I had a thought in my head. I don't know where this came from. But I was like, it's not a stereotype if I can't tell you what it's a stereotype of. Incorrect. I think that's true. No, no, that is wrong. I can't. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Let me tell you, as someone who was raised in the South, just because you don't understand why something is racist, that doesn't mean it's not racist. A thing of a thing, and I'm like, I don't even know what that was. Then it's really hard to say that that's a stereotype when I can't even tell you what it is. I don't know what that was. It was just me talking in some sort of weird, nonsensical. But that doesn't mean it can't be one. It just means you don't know what it is. Yeah. So it's that. Yeah, that's fine. That works. <sighs> doesn't. It, it, Chris Treble on his never ending path, his journey to get us canceled. Hey, listen, I got so much shit to do. I need to free up some time. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us this week. Next week, we have our guest, Frank Langella. He's going to be joining us. Oh. Hopefully, he should have some insightful things to say. <laughs> on the ways of love. So, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, we did it. We did a thing. We did it. We did a thing. Didn't, didn't we ever? Didn't we almost do a thing? I don't know where I'm going with this. Hey, Andrew. Yep. Hey, Andrew. Yep. Hey, Andrew. Yep. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on iHeartRadio. We're also on Pandora. I don't know if you knew that. I did know that. All right, great. Well, never mind then. Fuck you, too. We're also on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Did you know we're there? Yes. Even though you uploaded. <laughs> yes, I did, because I have the only reason I know because I uploaded that other thing. That's true. Uh, thank you for doing that, by the way. Hey, no problem. Yeah. I actually talked to I'm trying to talk Sarah into doing something like that more often. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch not Break. into it, but I'm going to That does her. not surprise me. You can also nope. find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, where our handle is... At the media lunch break, separated by underscores. And let me tell you, Chris, I'd underscore yeah. you. You know, never mind. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on youtube.com slash the media lunch break. We're on TikTok, where our handle is at the media lunch break. No, that's not funny. I was going to say something, but it's cool. I'm just not going to say because right. it's not going to be funny. No, no, no. Go say it. I've said uh, enough Patreon. unfunny stuff here. Go ahead. You should have the room to do it too. Go ahead. What? All right. I, I, we, I just found out that Bluey is on TikTok. Okay. 
And uh, so that means my son wants to watch TikToks now, and I'm very nervous about it. I can understand why. You can also find us on patreon.com slash the media lunch break where uh, at uh, uh, you can send us an email. You can send us an email. You can send us an, an email. email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. I felt I don't I it felt like that's what you were asking me to do. I was. Uh, okay, I'm, cool. I, I, we, I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. Yep. You can also give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Leave us some uh, some comments and stuff. I think the uh, Doctor Strange video might be up or go up very soon. Our review of Doctor Ooh. Strange. So give that a little look. See. Mm-hmm. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. So cool. I haven't heard from her in a while, and I hope she's still alive. Well, I could go either way. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. She's very nice. I I don't think I've ever met her, but I'm sure she's wonderful. You had the opportunity to meet her. She came into the city. When? I don't know, a while ago. We didn't tell you. <laughs> but it's your fault. You're right. Yep, it's, that's on me. Uh, by the way, I looked confused while you were doing your little thing because I literally, I tossed it to you and immediately in my head, I actually th- had the thought, did I do the intro to the show yet? <laughs> I don't, I really like did not yeah, remember Yeah, because you tried all. to do it twice. I was like, did I, I, tr- I think there were, there were actually three times. I think you only <laughs> caught one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I literally was like, oh shit, did I miss that? Did we not do that at all? Anyway, as in, uh, 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 this is the part I talk now. Andrew talked about leaving a review and a like and, and all that good stuff. And you can uh, rating and you can do that stuff right in app. It actually really, really does help, especially during an episode like this one. If you leave a rating, if you leave a five star rating, you can put any old damn thing you want in that review. I don't give a rat's ass what you put in that review if you leave a five-star rating, okay? We usually ask for something different. This week, why not just put in... I don't know. I got nothing Your on favorite this. dirty joke? Your favorite dirty joke. I like that one. Classic. Your favorite... Because we've, uh, we've both been a little raunchy tonight. Yeah, we have. It got a little weird. I mean, it always gets weird. It does. This got... Yeah, In honor been... of the Weird Al Yankovic biopic. There it is. Brought it all around. It's like when people are like, oh, that's why my day's been off. It's a full moon tonight. That's why we've been weird. The trailer for Weird, weird came, came out. out. That's true. Very good, Andrew. Thank you for justifying... All of my horribleness all over again. All of your what? Horribleness. I know it's not a word, but it's it, the only word. It might be. I just was good. I didn't sound like you said that. I garbled it a little bit. Okay. I did. I'll admit it. All okay, right. great, great. So maybe great. I've had a few, Andrew. What? Can't I unwind after a hard day at work anymore? God. What have you done today? Oh, I did work. I had a, I had a, I had a thing today. I had a oh, tour really? today. That's yeah. nice. It was fine. See, the trick is to don't wait until the day is over. Get the drinks in ahead of time. Man, you are. I would tell you, I was right. working at a place. Yes. Oh, I did. Okay, never mind. You've told me you were working at a place once. Yeah, I heard that. I was working at a place with a friend of ours, Lash Dean Dooley, who uh, yes. I miss very much. And we went on our lunch break together. Happy 10 years, Lash. Yeah, if you're listening. He's I'm not sure listening, he's not. But it doesn't matter. But we went on our lunch break and we went to this uh, deli. We sat down and there was a guy with another guy and they were both talking about how they were on their lunch breaks and they were hammering back beers. Oh, I think you did tell me. Keep going. And then they they went back to work and they worked at some like skate shop or something like right across the street. And I wanted so badly to go in there and be like, go right up to him and be like, hey, sorry, I was just wondering, do you guys have any um, 
hey, are you drunk? (laughs) 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 And he wouldn't do it with me, and I wasn't going to do it by myself. Oh, I would have done it with you. And also, you would have gone with me to the skate shop. and Yeah, no, I meant after we had done it, I would have gone over to the skate skate shop and then... Uh, as always, so next week we're gonna we're gonna be doing the news. It's gonna be the sweetest day of the week, baby. Tuesday news day. Yep. And then after that, who knows? So here's the deal, guys. Well, I don't know what we're gonna talk about in two weeks. So if you have something for us, you have a suggestion, you send it on over. If there is a movie that you saw or a TV show that you're watching and you need to t- have somebody talk about it, you give it to us. If uh, you got a reading assignment that you want us both to be reading, send it on over. If you are a creator and you made something, you made a show, you wrote a comic, anything like that, and you want people to know about it, send it to us. We will talk about it. We will dedicate an episode to it, give it some critiques, and give it some love, and then send it on out, the word about it, out on into the world. So we always love doing that. Send it over. Don't be afraid. Next week, like I said, Tuesday Newsday, and then after that, something Who the fuck knows? Yeah, I don't think anything's... Something's probably opening pretty soon. I feel like I gotta look at a calendar. Stranger Things is coming out real soon. That might be it, actually. Hold on. I don't think it's coming out by the next time we record. Premieres May 27th. Oh, oh, so it will be that, because this Tuesday, when we're recording, so yeah. Yes, it will be. So this Tuesday, as you're listening to this, come Friday, Stranger Things Part 1 for Season 4 is going to be coming out. So there's that. Probably that. Probably that, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, well, there we go. That's it. I'm out. We did a thing. It's done. That's how easy it is. All right. There wasn't a thing here. And then all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom. There's a thing. I hit the mic. I don't care. I know. Right on. Boom. That's it. That's how easy it is to make a thing. If you're listening to us right now while you're listening, go make a thing. Go do a thing. Get out there and make some stuff. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't know why you're still here. All right. That's it. That's that's all I that's all I got. What did you just spit on the floor? What are you, a fucking animal? No, I... What the hell, man? Every now and then I get, like, mustache hairs break off and go into my mouth. And so I, like, spit those and out. And you spit them onto the floor? I just, I just blow them out. Like I a just blow them off my face. Savage? It's gonna biodegrade. The roaches will eat it. Yeah, you know why you have roaches? Because you're spitting shit on the floor. Did you say because I spit and shit on the floor? <laughs> How did you know I shit on the floor? I've been to your house. Does it ever concern you? No. <laughs> Does what it, were you going to say? Does it ever concern you that the best part of every episode is the very end? No. Okay. I really, it really doesn't. No. Do you feel that way? Not always. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. There's, no. So Really, there's a, usually in the episode, there's like one spot where I'm like, oh, that was it. Like, yeah. that's the pearl. And some days... Me talking like, about like, fighting Abraham Lincoln was pretty great. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. That was that was a really... And, and so sometimes if I can't remember, because now I've started listening to all the episodes, but sometimes I'm like, it'll pop up and I'm like... It, 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 like, if I feel like I remember what we recorded about... Like, if it feels like recording was like yesterday... Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh, I don't think I'm going to listen to a whole episode. Right. But there'll be one spot where I'm like, I do want to hear how this thing turned out. Because I remember this being really good. So sometimes I'll just fast forward to the fast forward. But you know what I'm saying? I'll just skip over to, to the one spot. But it's not always at the end. Sometimes it is. I think if you averaged it over under, yeah, it's the end. 
That doesn't worry me. I'm going to be honest with you. I checked out for a lot of that. I'm going to be honest with you. So did I. So we were just spinning our wheels for a good like 15 seconds there. Well, time I uh, go because I have uh, food waiting for me upstairs. You do? What yes. kind of food? Uh, Wait, we did ordered. she send you a picture of the recording? She did. Sign? I didn't show you, but she did. Okay. Oh, okay. wow. Is it a good one? Yeah, it is, because she didn't turn the light on this time. <gasps> it's like a boudoir photo. Ooh, sexy. It's like the House of the Rising Sun in your house. It might. This might be a good one for uh, the Instagrams. Yeah. Uh, what kind of food is it? A sandwich and Cajun fries. From where? Some bodega or something? No, no, we don't have bodegas here. Because you just said a sandwich. A deli, I guess I No, we say. don't really have delis here either. Some some Italian place. Everyone in Jersey is Italian, including me now, because I, I moved here and they give you your car. Yeah. And they say, congratulations. Official tank tops. Say, yes, that's and, right. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, OK, just make sure you go to gym, tan, laundry every single day. Your new name. Yep. Uh, let's see. Andrew Dunn. It's Dunalito. So there you go. But it's it's some. Uh, oh, sure. My thing is bad. But you doing this, this little hand motion is that's first okay. of all, no one can see. So for all they know, I was pretending to jerk off. <laughs> Yes, that Italian stereotype of jerky off. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't remember the name. It's like Del Toro, or so. it's some okay. some Italian place. But it's just like a, a. I got a turkey and cheese sub and some Cajun fries. The Cajun fries sound really good. The turkey yeah. and cheese sub, you know, whatever. You clearly have never had a New Jersey hoagie. Is hoagie a New Jersey thing? Do they say hoagie yes. in New Jersey? Okay. Yes, they do. I thought it was just Pennsylvania, to tell you the truth. No, it's just awful places. <laughs> I said I thought it was just Pennsylvania. No, but that's what I'm saying. You think New Jersey isn't? Well. You want to have a fight about it? About how terrible my state is compared to your state? Yes. Sure. Okay, great. Anyway, here's my PowerPoint. <laughs> Uh, yeah, All right, yeah, I think we're good. It. Are we done? It always ends. Can I please leave? Yeah. 